Hello, this is Natsumi from Disney's Arrow Animation. I'm listening to Mask Pace Forget. <laughs> You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's super califragilistic, I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax. And get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your day. Happy Wednesday, everybody. We hope you're having an awesome week. This is Nick, and I'm here with cast member Chrissy. Today, we're going to be bringing you the latest news and rumors. You're listening to the number one podcast entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. But before we get started, we encourage you to check out our friends over at WaltExpress.com for Disney deals, tips, tricks, and all things Disney. Here's their latest blog. I'm going to go ahead and bring it up for you here. i got to find it. All right, got it up. Garden Grill, a Disney World dining review. Go ahead and check that one out. We have another one, 2019 Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party tickets on sale as well. And finally, special perks for Disney World pass holders at Festival of the Arts, which is going on right now. Looks very exciting. Does look very exciting. So don't forget to go ahead and check them out. You can become an expert yourself. Sign up for deals, tips, and info on all things Disney. Our friends over at WaltExpress.com. All right, so this past weekend, uh, going back all the way to the weekend, we have we had some football that we watched, Chrissy. And yes, we did. Our former team, the St. Louis Rams, now the Los Angeles Rams, have made it into the Super Bowl, and I'm excited. Boo. But you're saying boo. You you are not excited. Why aren't you excited? Because Stan Kroenke's a big old traitor. Oh, Stan. Well, yeah, Stan. <laughs> it's uh, Stan the man. He's not really the man, but yeah, he's all about. The money, and you know he owns a lot of land out here. You know he, he owns still does, yeah. Out here in Wentzville, yeah, where we currently are recording right now, we're outside St. Louis. He still owns land out by our school. You know that. Uh, let's see here. You know where Costco is, yeah. And I guess where that H.H. Uh, Craig and all that stuff was. Yeah, yeah. He owns that whole plaza. You mean that plaza that's sitting completely empty? That's exactly. He he raised the rent so high, everyone fled. He just wants the land. Greedy, greedy Gus. Yeah, yeah. So the land is for investment purposes, but yeah, he uh, he still has ties to St. Louis area, and a lot of people out here do not like him. But we have the Chiefs put up a good fight against they did. They against did. Uh, the Patriots. They did, and that's on the other. It was side a of very exciting game. It was very exciting going into overtime. Did yeah. you watch the entire yeah, thing? Yeah, we did. I was pulling for the Chiefs. I kind of was too. I just do not want the Patriots to win. No, at I'm, all. I'm rooting for nobody this Super Bowl other I'm, than the food and the ads. Yes, I think I'm going to take your. Uh, what am I trying to say here? Whatever you're doing, I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm at a loss for I'm words. I'm a trailblazer. Which, which happens quite a bit. Anyway, I'm going to do exactly <laughs> what you're doing. That's really hard to believe. When you say that, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Because. I want the Rams to win, but at the same time, I'm I like, wish that the Rams were still here right. and they were productive in winning when they were still here. Exactly, it's they move and they become this awesome team. Same thing happened though when they left Los Angeles. True, they true. came here and they had a couple of bad seasons. And so all they of just sudden, need to move around every few years. Exactly, they need to come back to St. Louis. Let's go ahead and pull up the news here. I got plenty of it. Let me uh, see here. Okay, got got a. I have it now. All right, can't talk. Let's see here. Let's talk about Star Wars. Galaxy's Edge. Yay! Did you see this in the news? Maybe our listeners did. It's going to have its own comic book series. It's mini-series in April. I didn't see that. So the new land is set in a galaxy far, far away is going to debut in both Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resorts later this year. 
summer for obviously for Disneyland and you know fall late fall for uh, Disney World in 2019. It's going to be five issues. They're going to be written by Ethan Sachs. Sachs, a little background on him. He began his career, his Star Wars comics career on the Age of the uh, Republic series and it's uh, and is being joined by Will Sliney for the project. Sliney worked on both the comic adaptation of Solo, a Star Wars story, and the Beckett one-shot. Uh, Walt Disney Imagineering and Lucasfilm artists will be handling the covers for the series. So let's go ahead and talk about Marvel Star Wars Galaxy Edge. It takes place in a Black Spire outpost on Batuu. So we know it's it's a planet called Batuu on the on the the outer the outer the outer rim yeah. or the galaxy's edge. The planet previously announced as the setting for the new theme park land. So we all know it's called Batuu. That's where the fans are going to be. The fans will be introduced to new characters and storylines with callbacks to characters, Star Wars staples such as that you know the fans are familiar with. Um, I, I heard Han Solo and Chewbacca possibly making a call back into this land. So. Wow. Yeah, that would be exciting. I'm kind of just reading some of the news that is that has popped up on it. And it, it is pretty cool. Pretty exciting. Um, I don't know if my mind can handle more characters and more planets and more lands, though. But I'm excited to see what they'll do um, with with the tie-in to the theme park area. It's going to be great. And I'm not so familiar with Batu, so I don't no, know. No, I'm not either. But what I've read, it talks about how Chewbacca and Han Solo uh, just might, like, apparently they, it was a lawless outpost. And, Which would make sense. And Han Solo and Chewbacca have a lot to do with this lawless outpost, so I'm curious to see how they fit into the picture. Sure. But I'll admit, our Star Wars guru is Jeff. I'll oh, absolutely. Call him Hefe, but he's our Star Wars guru. I don't know much on this, but I'm I'm hoping we need to get in contact with him and see what he knows so we can talk about it next week. Yeah, on help us out. The, the planet Batu. We need more info. Kind of an interesting name. You know, you have Jakku. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm pronouncing this right, right? Batu. Batu. That's what it looks like. B-A-T-U-U. Mm-hmm. Okay. Double U's. All right, so we have someone leaving Pixar Animation Studios after 25 years. And I'm going to butcher his last name. Yeah. Is it, was it Unkrich? I believe so. Okay, Lee Unkrich. And Lee, if you're out there listening, I apologize. And a lot of fans, Pixar fans, that is probably screaming at me right now. But he tweeted, he tweeted actually on the 18th of January. This came at 4.17 p.m. And this is what he wrote. After 25 incredible years, I love it, I've decided to leave Pixar. I love how he used incredible. True, That's true. That's what I meant by that. The time has come for new adventures. So a lot of people are thinking, hmm. what are these adventures? Let's read into that. Right. So this departure marks the end of an era, an incredibly successful career with classics, you know, under his belt and a lot of other people there. Stories such as Toy Story 2 when he came in the mix. Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo. But he went on to say, and this is according to The Hollywood Reporter, and quote, I'm not leaving to make films at another studio. Instead, I look forward to spending much-needed time with my family and pursuing interests that have long been backburned. End quote. So, He's not. It's not like he's going to work for some someone other company like John Lasseter did. No, but the the part about pursuing interests that have long been backburnered. What does that mean? I don't know, man. I have no idea. See, Lee arrived at Pixar as we were as Toy Story was being developed, and he's had a profound effect on all Pixar films. He literally taught he taught uh, all the rookie filmmakers about staging, composition, and cutting. Uh, this is coming from Pete Doctor, by the way. Uh, what else? Goes on to just say his artistry and expertise and his craftsmanship as an editor and co-editor became a major reason for the high quality of filmmaking. So he's very well respected within the company. And so this, um, I don't know if this came as a complete shock to people that were working there. I don't know. But uh, I think probably for a lot of Pixar fans, it possibly might have become, you know, sure. sort of a shock. But this is kind of sad. It's, it's sort of like, uh, you know, 
the old men passing the baton oh my with gosh disney animation studios yeah. and now you have two profound individuals that were fundamental uh fundamentally um um i guess the experts in in creating trailblazers yeah pixar and the new 3d animation going forward so uh interesting to see what happens next for pixar they're in a I wouldn't. I won't even say a growing pain because I'm sure they have people right underneath them that are just as experts as as they are. Absolutely, and they want that shot. Now it's not going to be Lee and John, but um, I, I think we're going to be okay at Pixar. Yeah, I yeah, think. I think so. And like we said last week, um, there's no dud when it comes to Pixar. None, and and even this Hollywood Reporter article um, says that he's leaving on a high note. He was like solely responsible for Coco. And we all know oh, that was, was okay. yeah. Um, Which was a really good film. Absolutely. And it won the best animated feature at the Oscars. But there's there, even, even with the future uncertain as far as who's going to take the helm, we're going to be okay. Yeah, I think we're going to be fine. You know, we, we talked about this last week that I don't think they, they have not ever, how do I say this properly, not had a hit. Not Correct. had had you know not have had hadn't have a blockbuster. I don't yeah, even know. They've always they've always hit a right. home run. They, they've they always have. hit a home run. They have. They're they're in the business of like producing blockbuster hits. Absolutely it's crazy. I don't yeah. think they've even every had a single flop. one. No, really, they haven't. No, that, think about that. Let that sink in. Everything I, they touch is gold. Right. They got that minus touch. Yep. All right. All right. So let's move on. What else do we have here? Dropped out on me. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mickey, uh, Pluto's new meet and greet at Pete's uh, Silly Sideshow. I did see that. So no longer, you know, at Storybooks, at Storybook Circus, each of the iconic Disney characters are dressed up in their circus sideshow attire. If you've ever been out there, it's pretty cool. If you haven't, um, well, it's too late to check it out now, but um, it was a really cool event. You can still check out Pluto, though. But Pluto is now performing. He performs as Wonder Pup. Pluto alongside fortune teller Daisy uh, I guess Fortuna, and is that how you say that? And the outstanding uh, Dalnado and the Great Goofini, which is which is really cool. I love yeah. those names. Those, that's awesome. Wonder Pup Pluto's backdrop features pink poodles, which is the same as that's when Minnie's old Minnie Mouse was in the location. As you're absolutely right. Yeah, you're because I've got right. pictures of us, me and Michael. Same backdrop because I loved the little pink poodles. So some signage changes were made, but that's really about it. Um, and this is coming from, let's see here, Stephen, Steve, uh, Stephen Porter uh, from WDW Info, by the way. He went around yeah. taking a whole bunch of pictures of the new meet and greets because they're, they kind of, oh, Disney kind of rearranged them. Yeah. It's, in fact, it says Wonder Pup Pluto and the pirouetting Parisian poodles. That's kind of cute. Michael has to look now. So Pluto has his own set of girls behind him, probably, um, making him look good. Of course. Right? <laughs> That's funny. He's... That dog, him, you know? <laughs> Let's see what else we got here. Oh, Ma- uh, no, there was one more. I know there was a Mickey and Minnie meet. Oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah. So, yeah, same thing. Uh, Stephen Porter from WDW Info talking about Mickey and Minnie's surprise celebration. The iconic duo now have a meet and greet together at Town Square Theater in the Magic Kingdom. The new, You know, that's where the Mickey's, uh, the talking Mickey was. was. Yeah. Yeah. And they're making their appearances in their new celebration costumes. What are your thoughts on the short pants? I love the dots, but not too keen on these short pants. I don't know. In Disney fashion, it's very cheesy. Yeah. You know, I think it's very 80s. But I'm I'm a fan of the 80s. I am too, but like that like Art Deco 80s. Grew up in the 80s. Yeah. It grew on me. I'm okay with it now, but... It's it's got that feel that that uh, you know that cartoon throw up feel like a blah, bit. like just thrown yeah. up all over you a little but, bit but it looks cool though yeah uh, the new meet and greet uh, according according to Stephen Porter from WDW Info said that it was incredibly popular on its first day with fast pass reservations they were completely booked and the wait time was about an hour for most of the morning the Mickey and Minnie were rocking their new polka dotted uh, suit dresses like you were just talking about from the Move It, Shake It, Dance It uh, street party. They were also wearing sparkly party hats 
Some colorful ribbon hangs from the ceiling above Mickey and Minnie, and the facade cut out balloons and ribbons that are featured on both sides of everyone's uh, couple. Uh, he goes on to saying, talking talking with a cast member. So he got, he got some one-on-one time with a cast member, which is good. This is what she had to say. She said at the time that there isn't an end date for Mickey and Minnie meeting together at this location. So I kind of like them being together. I really do. Yes, I agree with you. Yeah. They need to be together. I, I think so. I think so. So I now like the decorations, though, Stephen went on to say that they seemed very temporary. Really? Yeah. So, you know, he goes around, he takes lots of pictures in the park. So I guess, you know, he would know sure. if something looks permanent or temporary. But maybe it's just there until they get something that they're going to put True, true. Their- maybe they're feeling, you know, testing the water, seeing how, how this works. Um, and take it from there. So Magic Kingdom offering special treats for Mickey and Minnie's surprise celebration. Squee! <laughs> you know what I'm excited about. Which one? The sipper. This, are you? Yes. I love it so much. Oh, yeah. that's. I co- really zipper. want one. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I, I've not Can really. You describe it to our listeners for us? Oh, it's beautiful, beautiful pie-eyed Mickey. I love classic pie-eyed Mickey. Um with his arms stretched, he's wearing a beautiful little blue bow tie and a blue party hat. And he just looks so happy and plastic. It does look adorbs. I <laughs> plastic, love it. I don't know how you say. He looks happy and plastic. I love it. And I'm not usually one to go crazy over oh, the popcorn man. buckets. In a Barbie world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I no, I mean, like buckets. we bought the, which one, the X-Wing fighter a couple years ago. And oh, let yeah. me tell you, it was a pain to take apart and bring home on the plane and TSA checked my luggage that time I think because the X-Wing you had to take it apart yeah yeah Yeah. because it was like it was like this wide I mean and I know listeners it was about three three three, yeah it was huge the X-Wing popcorn bucket yeah because the popcorn bucket was like the middle part and then it had these like wings on the side or wasn't the X it was a TIE fighter TIE fighter okay but it was huge solar panels yeah yeah and I had to completely disassemble it. Really? I didn't realize yeah. it was that big. It was huge. We're, it's got to be packed away in the basement somewhere. We'll have to... All of that just to put it away in a box. Exactly. And we have the BB-8 sipper we got that yeah. year, too. And, I mean, they're cute and all, but, I mean, I really like this Mickey one. We display them when we can. I mean, we, we have the Pluto popcorn bucket, the Christmas Pluto sure. one, this Christmas sweater. That comes out every year. Oh, so yeah, Michael's Michael just, Okay, it's not as big as I thought. Michael pulled Michael, up a picture of it. <laughs> Michael just pulled out a picture. Let me see. All right, but, I so mean, we, we had to take it apart to get it in the luggage. Like, like, Maybe like, like a, a foot. foot. A foot? Okay. <laughs> All right. So you had three feet going on there, girl. Well, I, when I was packing in a state of not wanting to leave, yeah, I, I was know. probably frustrated. Yeah. And screaming, why'd is, we buy this popcorn bucket? That is the hardest part, because it's the fun factor. It is, you it just was. buy. You, yeah. you don't even worry about what yeah. you're spending. What am I ever going to do with this popcorn bucket? I don't care. It's it's awesome. So, the Mickey burger looks really cool. All, really, everything it, looks... It's an imprint burnt on the on the bun with yeah. the, with, of Mickey. You can find that at Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe, but there's something with that that looks really cool, and, I'll, and it, we'll explain it here in just a second. It's going to once again be serving the special burger. The Angus burger is topped with macaroni and cheese, American cheese sauce, flaming hot cheese dust, and bacon, and is served on a Mickey Mouse bun. The flaming, did you see the flaming hot cheese dust? Yeah, I think we've had something else with that on it. It, it was peppered with these like red dots yeah. all over the cheese. And did you notice in the... They've served it somewhere before. In the picture... You know, where they take the glorious picture of what it's going to look like. Yes, that it, yeah, that it, it never looks, looks like it, but it doesn't yeah. at all, really. The plastic burger. Exactly, the plastic <laughs> burger. It, the perfect burger. If you saw the flaming hot cheese dust was sprinkled with some hidden Mickeys on it. No, I'm looking now. Oh, my word, yes. Right. I doubt it comes. It, yeah. The, the college program cast member is just going to shake that stuff out right. and be like, you get what you get. Yeah, you, you hear some hot cheese dust. There you go. The mini kitchen sink. Did you see this? I think yeah, this is they, cool. They, yeah, um, they had that. They ha- They brought that out earlier for like one day only. Oh, did they? Yeah, because I asked my sister to find one for me. She was not at the parks that day. The now and forever slush. It's a cider slush, by the way, served with champagne flute garnish 
uh, with a white chocolate dipped strawberry, by the way. Sounds yeah, great. That's it's gonna only be a Gaston's, 499. Gaston's Tavern. That's not bad, even if you're not, you know, not on the dining plan. No, not at all. for it. I don't not think that's bad. Speaking of, you know, so I can't wait. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to talk about my trips here, but. It's what we're what, all about. I know. Well, I don't want to sit around and talk about the trip I'm going on. But one thing I cannot wait for, mentioning Gaston's Tavern. I'm going to go buy a Lafue brew. I'm going to okay. record a social commercial. Like, just sit down, kick my feet up on the table. You know, like a long, hard day of park touring. Come to Gaston's Tavern. Like, <laughs> That'll be make awesome. It as cheesy as possible. Well, of course. Right? Anyway, so I plan on making a whole bunch of cheesy uh, social commercials there while Are I'm there. you going to eat that Mickey Celebration burger? I, I want to know all about this. I'll have to go without. You know what scares me, though, is uh, let me go back up there. What scares me is that dust, the flaming hot cheese dust. I'm not a spicy I'm person. I'm sure you could ask for it without it. I hope so. Yeah. Everything so. else about it is delectable. <laughs> I'll take a Mickey Burger plain, please. <laughs> it's like, I just want the bun. <laughs> That's kind of me. <laughs> Pickiest person you'll ever meet. Let's see here. The True Love che- Cheesecake. Thought kind of yeah. cute name. True yeah. Love. All right. That's that's strawberry vanilla marble cheesecake, by the way. And the Nothing Mickey, wrong with you that. You talked about the Mickey Sipper. With yes, the birthday I hat love the straw. Mickey Sipper. So that's coming from Disney Parks blog, by the way. What else do we got here? I'm trying to find in my texts to my sister when this Minnie's sink was available. Here we go. Friday, November 16th, I sent her a text saying, Sister, you must try the mini kitchen sink. So it was available, I guess, right around Mickey's birthday. Well, yeah, because the picture... You said this was November? Yeah, the picture shows oh, yeah, a wreath in the yeah, background. It would have been, wouldn't it? So I don't know if it was like a temporary offering. Yeah, she never answered. Oh, she did say it was cute. She never got me one. Yeah, boo to her. A little bitter. Yeah. She probably got, I have did she to get go, herself one and take a probably picture? Probably not. She, she's good about not collecting junk like I do. <laughs> When you're there, when you work there, right? She yeah, she's there? got better collectibles than okay I do. To... Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So I guess when you work there and you see it every day, it's yeah. probably like, you know. She's hey. got better stuff than I do. Yeah, I used to I used to work in a game store. So like right after 9-11, when everybody started coming back from all their deployments for you know, a year here, two years, sure. two years there. Um, we all needed to find jobs fast, right? Like, you know, like. Yeah. So anyway. Working at a game store, I worked at uh, it was EB Games. EB at the Games, time. I, I think remember. Now EB it's Games. been bought out by GameStop. GameStop. But that, the games became that to me, where it was just like, yeah, nah, it's just I don't another need it anymore. right. It's just another game. Like it was yeah. all the same. Sure. Uh, crap, you know. Yeah. Like, and not that I'm saying that is. But no, I'm, but I'm it's just, it's different when you see it all the time. I sure, like in your sister's eyes, it might just be like another novelty. Yeah. You like, know? what am I going to do with an ice cream bucket? Yeah. Put it in a box. In your I would put somewhere. Cra- I would, <laughs> so yeah, like, like, like everything else I bring home. <laughs> awesome, man. Did you see... I'm jumping over to uh, Disney's Riviera Resort. Have you seen pictures of this? Yeah, and I saw the construction when we were there last summer. And it looks really cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just... It's so big. Yeah. It's like... Not what I ever would have expected from Cor- from Coronado. So it's gonna it's gonna be open for reservations later this month. Yeah, right here, that's crazy. Construction at Disney's Riviera Resort is on track, with the resort set to open this fall. So guests very soon will be able. All of us will be able to make resort reservations. Disney uh, Disney's Riviera Resort. You know, this is the fifteenth Disney Vacation Club property and offers um, like a European or I, I should say a a grandeur of Europe combined with the magic of Disney. So hopefully I'm, I'm saying that correctly. I think so. Okay. Um, anyway, I'm jacking a lot of stuff up here lately, but anyway, it's supposed to have like that European feel to it. And yeah. you know, when I first saw it, uh, it did, it did it, honestly. So you're going to call me silly. Like you're going to laugh at this, but the, the first thing I thought of was Casino Royale. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. like from the James Bond film, kind of. You know, like I looked at it, and I'm like, it kind of reminds it, me of yeah. Casino Royale. It's kind of like there. fancy. It's kind. Of, it's kind of like one of those fancy hotels. Well, I mean, that I don't like see myself in. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, it looks. It looks like it would be more of like a fancy hotel, not. So I couldn't walk in probably with my flip flops and Hawaiian shirt. Well, no, that's what everyone's going to do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. I mean, you know, because we always stay when we're when we. 
years ago, again, listeners know that my parents have been DVC members forever. I mean, it used to just be old Key West. And I mean, that's very laid back, very open and sprawling. That's where right. this is like a big building. You guys are going to be fighting over the, the will. Uh, once you're- you know, <laughs> I, I just ask to stay every now and then. <laughs> fighting over those DVC points, man. Yeah. You know I'm kidding. I, I, I know. Okay. I know. Because right. I'm kidding, too. The, the, the but seriously. Right. But seriously, you're not. You're going to be fighting oh, over no. those DVC points. Heck no. <laughs> We're good. We're good. So go ahead and check it out, listeners. Uh, Disney's Riviera Resort. It's going to be open for reservations later on this month. And to me, it looks like something out of James Bond. It's awesome. It looks like Casino Royale to me. All right. So Disney's Cruise Line. They're, uh, they have recommended to raise the gratuity for dining uh, and the stateroom crew. So if you're taking a cruise, you're dining, uh, they're gonna they're recommending that you raise the gratuity. So the recommendation increases about fifty cents per passion, passenger per day for the dining room service team and stateroom host and hostess. The total recommended gratuity is thirteen dollars and fifty cents per passenger per day. All right. Um, let's see here. Total gratuity is based on the length of the cruise. Recommended gratuities have not been increased since 2008, by the way. So, yeah, that's a so good long time. Are these just so these are simply just recommendations, right? These these aren't something that that is going to be built into the price point of correct, the cruise. Correct. Correct. Um, All right. It it has more to do, I believe, with prepaid gratuities, because um, the article I'm looking at it does say if it goes pre- on to yeah, talk about it. If they were added prior to January 18th, it will remain at twelve dollars per guest per night. So I think it's because I know a lot of cruisers just do the prepaid because it's so much easier. So it probably affects more than that. How is it easy? Is this, so you just give money up front? Yeah, it just so, goes so like onto your plan. So it's kind a of plan. Yeah, yeah. And so you just no matter how much you spend or, or whatever you get for the meal, whatever that adds yeah. up to, which is already prepaid. Correct, because you you have the same server your whole cruise. You have your same stateroom attendants the whole cruise so you just a lot of guests find it easier just to we're going to pay x amount each day per per person in the room and just sign off and it's just much easier that way so the timing let's see here the timing of the price increases will vary by the ship disney fantasy january 19th of this year uh which already happened uh Actually, all of these have already sure, happened. Yeah. Disney Magic, The Wonder Dreams. So I'm not even going to go over them. They they've already happened. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually be hooking up on uh, the Disney Dream. Uh, I believe it's going to be the Dream there in Port Canaveral. Oh, for in a June. tour? Yeah, I'm gonna get a tour nice. of that. So I can't wait for that. I can't wait to board the Dream. Let's see here. What else do we have? We have oh, the Tree of Life awakens at Disney's Animal Kingdom to honor the Lion King with new additions. So that show is really cool. You know what I'm talking about, Chrissy, with the yeah. map projecting on the Tree of Life. I think it's great. Disney has tapped into that. So is Universal, for, though, for that matter oh, sure, as well. Oh, sure, sure. But, you know, this was something just even six years ago we weren't even seeing. Oh, no. And then no. Disneyland did it for a little while, mm-hmm. Matterhorn, and it just it, it blew up like like crazy. And it's it's become a thing. It's become the norm. And it's really cool what they can actually do and project and actually make the objects they're projecting look like they're moving. Yeah, I mean, even just looking at the artist rendition that Disney put up on their website, I mean, it just, it looks magical, like it's transformed. Each it doesn't even look like a tree. No, it doesn't. It, it's really cool what they can do what they can do with this stuff. So every night, the Tree of Life awakens with magical uh, fireflies and brings all animals um, that, are, that are carved, you know, if you've seen it, into the trunk and branches. It basically brings them all to life. The tree will awaken, uh, saying, in a whole new way to honor the Lion King throughout September 30th of, of 2019. That's according to the Disney Parks blog. Mm-hmm. Have you uh, seen anything about the experience with uh, celebrating the Girl Scouts weekend um, this spring at Disneyland Resort? You know, I, I read just a small blurb on it, but I didn't get into it. I wanted to because I was a Girl Scout and we never had cool experiences like this. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like you were. You, you were a Girl Scout. Oh, yeah. Like elementary so, school. So let me ask you this then. Did you learn physics when you were in Girl Scouts? No, we learned how to sew a sit-upon. Well, wait a minute. Go back. What? I don't. It was supposed to be for camping, but we never went camping. <laughs> we just we just sold cookies. Yeah, we pretty much sold cookies. 
Um, you've never heard of a sit-upon? No, explain. It was made with, like, newspapers. Okay. Like, newspapers in the middle, and then, like, I don't know, like, vinyl on the outside, and you just sewed it with, like, plastic string. Was it a purse? Like, no, it was something case? that you sat on. Oh, a sit-upon. Sit yeah, oh, like, oh, okay, to put it. around, like, the campfire, so oh. your bottom wouldn't get dirty. Oh. So we sewed one of those and never used it. Hmm. It was very, yeah. Did you, put, did you put it in a box in a basement afterwards? It's probably still in a box in my mom's basement. Really? That's <laughs> Probably <cool>. not. <laughs> no, that'd be kind of neat if it was, though. Yeah, but I mean, we worked on badges, You could but actually not take physics. it and go camp. You should take that to uh, Wilderness Campgrounds. There you go, and, and go roast some marshmallows. Or throw it in the fire. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> At this point, it's probably very combustible. <laughs> the newspaper inside has probably disintegrated. All right, so the Girl Scouts over at uh, Disneyland Resort says on select days this spring, the Disneyland Resort will be hosting Celebrate Girl Scouts weekends, which let troops or individual Girl Scouts learn leadership skills and participate in other educational experiences. Here are the events for the dates if you're over in Cali and you're interested in this. April 27th, 28th, May 18th, 19th. It says June 1st through the 29th and the 30th, excuse me, through the 30th. It's a sign up for classes. It's going to focus on. So this is why I asked about physics. It's going to focus on because I was when I read this article, I was like, oh, I didn't realize they learned this stuff. Leadership. Yeah, which, I'm which reading is a given, that too. This is awesome. Which I felt like was a given, right? Yeah. Storytelling. I, I never thought they would learn storytelling. I, I don't know. I just never thought about it. Culinary arts. I think yeah. that's cool. Marketing. Like, and I guess this is I, like real stuff. <coughs> Excuse me. And I guess that goes hand in hand with uh, selling the cookies. Sure. Physics. You see that? Yeah. Music and more. So this looks packed. This looks like it's going to be a great thing. And and what I, I what blows me away is it's not just for the older Girl Scouts. It's for like your little daisies, which are like your kindergarten and first graders. Oh, they actually call them daisies. I think yeah. Oh, that's daisies. Cute. Now, registration, this was, this wasn't bad. $50 a person. No. I think if you're really going to get through all of that, I think it's worth it. Absolutely. And just the experience in that, I'm blown away. Kind of wish I could take a troop. Designing a Disney story. That's what it's talking about. Creating leadership legacy, designing culinary arts, exploring Golden State for daisies. Like, this is really, really cool. It's worth, I think, every... Penny and of this that fifty dollars, and, and what it's going to do for these little girls, right? Like, I love how they're saying leadership, absolutely, right? storytelling, market. Like, it just that's going to create so much confidence in these, you know, just the Girl Scouts themselves, sure, and teach them a lot of cool things. You know, I don't ever remember my brothers when they were in Cub Scouts learning about leadership, no. and physics, and you know, like that's awesome. No. This one, the one that really intrigues me is. Um, Music 101 inside the soundtrack of Disneyland. It says scouts interact with an entertainment professional and learn the in- integral ro- in- integral ro- role. I can't speak today. That music plays at the Disneyland Resort, in Disney films, and in the world at large. See, that's awesome, and they're that's using neat. Disney to learn, which makes it even better. It's like a head fake. You want to learn at that point, right? If you're a Disney fan, you know, Absolutely. it's just really, it's just really cool. I'd be willing to learn physics. If Same here. I wonder what the phys- I wonder what it would be. Are we learning like cartoon physics? Like there are no physics in the cartoon world, right? I don't. I don't well, know. it looks like energy and sound. Energy and light sound. and okay. sound as forms of energy, and see how to use them in practical application. Hmm. I want to sign up for this. Oh, neat! See how Disney uses these physical properties to entertain and amaze guests from all over the world. Call me Nikki, man. Sign me up. No doubt. I'll go ahead and sign up. No doubt. <laughs> this this sounds awesome. I wonder if they'll do something for Boy Scouts. Maybe. Hopefully. Maybe. And then eventually it'll just go to Scouts. Sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it'll eventually just get there. All right. Moving on. I think too far ahead, Chrissy. You know, I think too far ahead. <laughs> see, I could save them a lot of headache if they just, just open up to just scouts, scouts, right? Just children. Just, yeah, right. Children, Why children? sign up. No, no. Everyone no, sign up. You can't discriminate up. against age now. <laughs> All right. Just, okay, moving on. Disney Cruise Line. Now, Disney Cruise Line has signed a new agreement with the Port of Galveston. This is great. So the 10-year yes. preferential 
uh, birthing agreement that was signed back in December includes an option to extend the agreement for two additional five-year periods. I love how Disney is jumping on this stuff. They're opening up the New Orleans port, you know, soon. I'm way like, excited about these. So they have Florida, New Orleans, Galveston, and they're going to have San Diego. Am I missing one? Are they doing New York? Mm. I know they've sailed out of New York. Okay. But I don't know if that's like a permanent. So just... I'm just glad. I'm, I'm thankful that they're they're expanding. Absolutely. And they're signing on continuing agreements that they've already had. Absolutely. Which, which and and awesome. from the St. Louis perspective, Galveston's not a terrible drive. New Orleans isn't a terrible drive. I mean, wouldn't it be great? No, it's not. But wouldn't it be cool? So sort of like you have the Magical Express for... When you land in Orlando, sure. right, to go to your resort. Now, wouldn't it be cool if they had stopping points along major cities up the Mississippi River where Disney would pick you up? Disney, you need to get on this. That's right. Disney would pick you up, and the party starts then and takes you down to New Orleans. That would be fun. To the Gulf. And so then you enter the cruise. So you could have your river cruise, or just even do a river cruise. Yeah, I thought, yeah. Why not? A Disney River cruise. Just go all the way up the Mississippi. That would like fulfill one of Walt's like great dreams. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, you're right. It, it totally would. Yeah. It totally He was would. all about like I think we're on to something here. I think so. I think we need to contact Disney. Kersey. <laughs> Copyright. Mousecapades right podcast. We're on it. Right now, buying the registered trademark. <laughs> How awesome that would be. It would awesome. be fun. A riverboat cruise and then with the option of going on a Disney cruise yeah. at the end of it. That'd be cool. It'd be fun. And they would do it right. They'd I'd totally do it. do it right. I'd totally do it. And then I would get in a car. And you could stop or... at all the wonderful, like, food places along the way. Because I'm all oh, about I know, the right, food. Dude. Nashville. Does it go through yeah. Nashville? No. Oh. But Memphis, they've Memphis. got barbecue in Memphis. There you go. So, and I think past that, I don't know. Mississippi goes through Memphis? Is that, does it? It goes along it, yeah. I'll have to look it up here. I don't know my geography here. Anyway, you I, just, I know it goes south. Yeah, I know it goes south, right? Hey, that's not, my, that's not my curriculum, people. <laughs> That's fourth grade now. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah, I, I really think if Disney hasn't thought of that, that, that would be really cool to think about. It could be like an Adventures by Disney tied in. It could be. And you can tie in cruise. Missouri. Absolutely, because Walt loved Missouri. Walt's home state. Yeah, even though he was born in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, he only was Maybe we could start in Chicago, go like... Marceline, St. Louis. How would that work? It, now I'm Missouri thinking connect, way Does the Missouri too... connect to Marceline? I don't know if it does. I don't know. I don't think so. You have to get off and hop on the Santa Fe. You could do a whole adventure by Disney on that, though. We could. Listen to us. We could. The Santa Fe could just be an adventure by Disney. That's yeah. what Walt did. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Moving on. Listeners probably like, thank goodness. No doubt. Opening date announced for Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy. Yeah, did. Yeah. What's up? I, was... so I thought, did it already open? You're, when, like, when... You're, you're like, yeah. No, I, yeah, I have mixed emotions. Disney just announced that Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy will open at Disney's Hollywood Studios on March 31st, oh, okay. 2019. That's it. The new action-packed show will take place inside Sunset Showcase and will give guests the opportunity to come face-to-face. With Lightning McQueen himself, by the way. That's coming out of the Disney Parks blog. And I'm going to, I think I'm going to save this. I have a story I want to say for the very end because I just love talking about this every quarter and I've already given a hint and the listeners probably already know what I'm going to talk about. Let's go over to the H2O Glow Nights. The H2O Glow Nights returning to Typhoon Lagoon in 2019. Tickets are now on sale. Beginning May 30th, the H2O Glow Nights will return to Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park on Thursdays and Saturday nights through August 24th, 2019. Here are the dates. Like in May, May 30th, they're going to have one. June 1st through the 29th, they have a variety of them. July 4th through the 27th, it's a variety of those as well. And then various dates, August 1st through the 24th. The party officially uh, runs from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m., but guests with tickets to that night's event can enter Typhoon Lagoon as early as 6 p.m. So if you're interested in that, just let us know. We can go ahead and hook you up with one of those. The price is not bad on that. Yeah, what are we looking at? We're looking $59, at $59. Yep. for adults. 54 yeah. ages 3 through 
Yep, yep. If you purchase on event date, it's 69 for adults and 64 for children. Which isn't bad either. No, because I, it I, includes, I must say. it's the DJ dance party, specialty food and drinks, and an adults-only oasis. Yeah, you have the food there incorporated and you have, as well. And you have access to all of the regular Typhoon Lagoon attractions, which would be very cool at night. So the last thing I want to talk about, and let's see here, what time are we running? We're about 40 minutes practically in. The last story I want to talk about, and I love talking about this stuff, my morbid humor, is the injury reports for each quarter. (laughs) I was going to say, you've got this big old grin on your face. Central Florida theme park injury reports for fourth quarter for 2018. He's like a kid in a candy store. I love this stuff. Now we all know, I say this every year, here you go. To remain exempt from major inspections, Central Florida theme parks must list all of their quarterly incidents and injuries with the state. This quarter's report, October through December 2018, covers a total of 13 incidents, injuries, four belonging to Disney, six to Universal, two to SeaWorld, and one to Busch Gardens. Now, no injuries were reported at Legoland. Thank you very much. So no one choked on a Lego. Everything is awesome. (laughs) That, nice. I'm so excited for Lego Movie 2. That was good. That was good. I love that. All right, so we only talk about Disney. Those Let's numbers see. seem really low to me. They've I mean, been getting I guess lower through the years. Oh, I've and noticed. you're so sad. Look at the look of sadness they on do your get face. Lower. They, now, Disney, Disney Darn it, they're being safe. Disney, I know, right? Disney actually has more of this go around than last quarter. Really? Yeah. I love. So I love talking about earnings report and the uh, quarterly injury report. Yes, you do. October 25th. And so I, I like to play a game. You can guess where this was, all right? So, um... Give us Let's a little background. Yeah. Injured her hip. So female, 72. Oh my goodness. Oh. Was she working or was she a guest? Injured her... Oh, no, no, no. This is a, this is a guest. Injured her hip. Um, ah, that's Getting all in and out of Splash yeah. Mountain. Um, It's uh, Wright Park. Okay. Space Mountain. Mmm. Wright Land. Buzz Lightyear's yes, Space oh Ranger gosh. spin, getting in and out. Are you kidding me? Good job. Yes, getting out. Well, I'm trying to think like, okay, ride what vehicle. rides do I kind of like lift my leg to get in? Chrissy, that was really good, People Mover. Oh, I love People that, Mover. Chrissy, that was really good. Well, you know. Good job. Yay me. Yes, yay you. That was quick. All right, November. Oh, this 20- is like a game. It is. I, lo- that, I love to make it into a game. It's fun. November 27th. It's female as well. Okay. 58 years young. She fell dizzy after riding... The teacups? It actually doesn't say. It just says felt dizzy after riding in an attraction. So it was in the Magic Kingdom. Mm. But Disney did not release what ride it was. I'm shocked. Hmm. That's... I've never seen one not release the ride. Hmm. Huh, after riding in an attraction. So well, it let's been just any say it was the teacups. Because yeah, I'm teacup. always dizzy. Dizzy, dizzy after the I even cups. don't... I can't ride them anymore. Speak of... I want to digress real quick. Mm-hmm. They're doing a park-exclusive Funko Pop. Do you collect Funko Pops? I, I do collect them. I have a couple from kids giving them to me in the class, but mm-hmm. I, I don't collect them. Yeah, I'm no. a big nerd. Do you um, have Orange Bird? I don't have Orange Bird, but I have... Um, the tiki's, the oh, tiki room. You got I have them. figment. You got a set? How mm-hmm. did you get a, how, a, a f- No, a f- no. Actually, I ordered figment from uh, shop park shop. You know the, the park shop app. Yeah, um, and the tiki's a friend got and shipped them for me. You're lucky with the tiki's. I want man. red. You're lucky with the tiki's. Yeah, That's I got awesome. the tiki's. Um, but there's going to be an Alice in a teacup. That's cool. I'm so excited for that. So That's why my That's guess cool. for that last one was the teacups. All right, so we're going back to Typhoon Lagoon. Injury? Yep, November 20th. It was a male, so that makes sense. Typhoon Lagoon, getting a little crazy. 18 years old. Oh, so he was silly. Right. So, guest struck his head, falling out of a raft into the catch pool. And this is on Misadventure Falls. Okay. Yeah, so he missed his raft. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. And uh, on Misadventure Falls and hit his head. Uh, hopefully he was okay. Hopefully he's okay. Yeah, hopefully he is okay. All right. One more. December 8th. All right. So the males, uh, they equal everything out. Two males, two, <laughs> two females. Males. What's the age? 44. Okay. Okay. So here you go. 
And if you've listened to our show, we've talked about this within the last month. A guest's arm was caught in a conveyor belt <sighs> that during the initial incline okay, of this ride. All right. Fractured, fractured arm and suffered injuries to neck and back. Ouch. Initial incline. So I'll, I'll tell you. Are we going to say people mover? So I'll tell you. So it's an incline. Incline. Okay. So I'll tell you we were just there. Just a second ago. Same park. Okay. Magic Kingdom. Water park. Oh, Typhoon Lagoon? Yeah. Same ride. Misadventure Falls. Really? Yep. 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 Wow. So the guy somehow, and if you've ever been on there, you really have to be bending over to fall yeah. off that raft. You really have to be bending, or half your body at least has to be out of that raft to get to really get hurt. To be honest with sure. you. Sure. Now this other kid, that that eighteen year old kid that bumped his head, I could see him bouncing out. But this was on the initial incline when you're going up the conveyor. You really have to be stretching out to get your arm. Sure. Out. Yeah. Yeah. You're not, I haven't been there in a while, but well, you're not definitely not keeping your arms no. and hands inside the. The ride. Ride at all times. <laughs> right, exactly. I only guessed um, people mover only because, like, lately I've got some friends who are down there. Um, and I'm in a former former cast member room in Facebook um, where people are like, why are the lines at people mover so long? It's only because they're not letting people go up that ramp until oh, it's yeah. time to until, load. Now, yeah. I don't remember that when we were there in... In July, I remember there being a line, but it was also like 108 degrees, so I figured everyone was going for a nice break on the people mover. I love the people mover. I do too. That's so nice. I, I just. For the first time, what, last week? Allison? Oh, yeah, my, my brother, his daughter, who's almost two, rode it for the first time last week. Oh, we gotta, gotta get him to come back yeah, on again. We yeah, about he that. totally will. Okay, Contact, reach out to him. I will. All right. Well, that's all I got. You got anything else? That's all Chrissy? I have. The, my big news of the week was the sipper. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much, cast member Chrissy. Really do appreciate it. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment, simply text us 407-674-0414. Email us, mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to book a trip uh, and get that free quote, you can go ahead and text us 407-674-0414 or contact us, travel at mousecapadespodcast.net. Don't forget to check us out on all of our social media accounts. Instagram is going to be Mousecapades underscore Nick. Our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast. And our Twitter feed is going to be Mousecapades Pod. Don't forget to listen to uh, Friday's show where you and I, Chris, are going to break down Fast Passes and some little Disney hacks that go along with that one. Uh, that companies will actually charge you some money for this this information, which is really just blows my mind away because it's so simple mm-hmm. and it's right in front of you. But a lot of people just don't know how to navigate the system. Sure, it can be overwhelming. And how to use it properly? It just so there 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 are a couple. I won't go too deep into it, but there how to actually access the times and everything. There's multiple ways that you have to go through to get to it. So I could see why a lot of people wouldn't know what to do. But sure. anyway. Don't forget to check out that show on Friday. As always, don't forget to check out our friends over at waltexpress.com for all things Disney and sign up for their newsletter. You can sign up for their newsletter and become an expert yourself for deals, tips, info, and all things Disney. Also, you can get your free no-obligation quote over there as well. Just let them know that, hey, uh, Nick from the Mouse Pates podcast sent you. As always, thanks for listening and have a magical day. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day. Now I'm the king of the swingers, oh, the jungle VIP. I've reached the top and had to stop, and that's what's bothering me. I want to be a man, man cop, and stroll right into town. And be just like the other men, I'm tired of walking around. Oh, ooby-doo, I want to be like you. I want to walk like you, talk like you, too. You see it's true. And they like me. Can't learn to be.
your part of the deal, cuz. Laid a secret on me of man's red fire. But I don't know how to make fire. Now don't try to kid me, man cub. I made a deal with you. What I desire is man's red fire to make my dream come true. Now give me the secret, man cub. Come on, clue me what to do. Give me the power of man's red flower so I can be like you. Fire. So that's what that scoundrel's after. I'll tear him limb from limb. I'll beat him out. I'll... Yeah. Well, man, what a beat. Will you stop that silly beat business and listen? This will take brains, not brawn. You better believe it, and I'm loaded with both. Will you listen? Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, while you create a disturbance, I'll rescue Mowgli. Got that? I'm gone, man. Solid gone. Not yet, Blue!